Mika! Recording in progress. <laughs> you sound like someone who's somewhere in a hole. Honorable <laughs> members, sorry for starting uh, late. Uh, well, sincere apologies for that. Um, let me, are there any apologies? The only apology I have here is Honorable Frolic, yes. I also have the Deputy Chief Whip of the Majority Party, Madam Speaker, and, uh, okay. Okay. and, Dr. and Dr. Mulder. Okay. Honorable, okay. Honorable Speaker, Sheikh Imam, I'm going to be boarding a flight, but I'll stay on as long as possible. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Members. Uh, I'm going to push hard that we can finish this meeting by half past nine, if it is possible. I know it's supposed to be 30 minutes, but we tend to be very long. I'll, I'll, I'll therefore try, try my best. Honorable members, uh, allow me by, uh, firstly, uh, taking you into confidence that uh, you recall we had about three, three weeks ago, in one of the programming committee meetings, when the matter of the Secretary of Parliament was uh, raised, I then uh, committed that by the 1st of April, we should have a Secretary of Parliament appointed by the Executive Authority. However, Honorable Members, that has not worked. And we have decided uh, that we should inform you about it. We have tried to work very hard to make sure that uh, we succeed uh, in this assignment of getting a Secretary of Parliament. We have not won. So we are now proceeding to advertise. This is what uh, I will be requesting OR to work on a new advert, um, and if it is possible, we are able to secure space this weekend, we will uh, advertise on Sunday, failing which it will be the following week. Honorable members, that was just for your information. Honorable members, may we now consider the agenda before us? Happy honorable members, can somebody move uh, whether we, we need Jesus in order? I do, Madam Speaker. Second. Thank you, Honorable Sinodi, and, and thank you, Honorable Sheikh Iman. With the agenda having been adopted without additional members, we now proceed to look at the minutes.
We have the hand of Honorable uh, Papo, Madam Speaker. Honorable Papo. Honorable Hope Papo, I recognize you. Uh, speaker, I just wanted to check something with you. How, whether it's an amendment to the minutes, there is, a, there is an item there in relation to the issue of motion. Of, are we doing pages or I can state this any page or is going page by page? Yes, honorable member, you may raise your amendment. Yeah, under the issue of a motion of no confidence, there is, an, there is a sentence there under that motion attributed to the chief whip of the opposition, uh, which if it was captured that way, I don't know how to deal with it because it's factually incorrect, that statement, that when we were voting for the report of the panel, um, we used a secret ballot. Unless it was captured incorrect, Mr. Tasso will explain, will have to explain that. Because the last time we used the secret ballot, it was in 2019 when we were voting for the for the president. Um, and, and then we then used it again when we voted for yourself. There was no period where we used the secret ballot because during the COVID, we were using the hybrid uh, voting method. So if it, it was said that way and captured that way, well, it will remain that way, but it's factually incorrect because we didn't use a secret ballot when we voted for that report of the of the uh, panel, uh, independent panel. Uh, but if it's captured that way, then it's fine. But I was just saying it's factually incorrect. It, it didn't happen that way. Thank you, Honorable Papo. Mr. Tasso. Uh, Madam Speaker, the, the minutes are correct, uh, but indeed, there, there was no secret ballot, and when we dealt with Section 194, um, and secondly, in the same paragraph, the case that dealt with the issue of secret ballot was the UDM versus the Speaker. Uh, but the minutes, as, as they are captured, are correct. This is what was said in the meeting. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, uh, Mr. Castle. So the facts as they are, whether incorrect now or not, as they are stated in the in the minutes there, it is what was said at this meeting. So we continue with the minutes. Uh, Madam Speaker. Uh, yes, Madam. Uh, 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 no, I was saying that um, I, I don't know what is the practice in that event. Because in in later dealing with the adoption of the minutes, uh, what Tate uh, Klaso uh, says must be in the footnote to the minutes, so that it does, uh, if it's even if it was said like that, and it's it's not corrected, it gives the impression that we may all of us present they agreed to it. So there must be a way in which there is a footnote that points out uh, that. Or in the writing there, you must say seek, as they often say, uh, I don't know whether that's appropriate uh, uh, in, in the writing of the stuff. If, if you are expressing consciously that you are writing it this way, but you are aware of the mistake in it, 
uh, there must be a way in which that is that is presented. Agreed. Uh, no. 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 Don't second interrupt. Honourable members, if when the matter was raised, members knew that the matter being raised in the manner in which it was raised was factually incorrect. There should have been just a discussion. Somebody should have corrected that immediately. So this matter now will come under matters arising from the minutes. We cannot put something which we did not discuss, which was not expressed in a meeting as part of the minutes. Under matters arising, then we may want to, to reflect on the statement which was made and corrected. Thank you very much. If we agree, those hands I will only recognize if they are raising a different matter on the minutes and not a discussion of just what has been raised, which we will discuss and the matters. We agree. We agree with you, Madam Speaker. Thank you, Honorable. Honorable Brett Heron. Yes, Madam Speaker, it, I mean, it does relate to this, but I think um, Honourable Papa is correct. The minutes do not actually reflect that there were objections to what the chief whip of the majority party said, um, uh, of the opposition said. So the minutes don't reflect that actually when she said it, there were people on this platform, members on this platform, who disputed that. And if we had recorded the dispute, then this discussion wouldn't be necessary. Okay, Honorable Brett, uh, thank you very much. Mamoroto? No, thank you. I think Honorable Brett covered me because I also remember the discussion where the deputy, um, the, 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 is it the deputy chief whip or the chief whip of the majority party said it? And Honorable Papo did dispute that it never happened. He even quoted where, what happened at the time. If that is captured, then the minutes are correct. Okay. Then, Honorable uh, Chief Whip of the Majority Party. Th 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 thank you very much, uh, Honorable Speaker. Without uh, really undermining your ruling, the purpose of the minutes when they are put uh, to us for correction and adoption, we have to correct minutes to reflect the true reflection of what uh, was agreed upon. So, uh, uh, Honorable Papo is very correct. There was no, no, no instance where we voted for public protector inquiry or adoption of the of the of the report and the establishment of one section one nine four thereof. Thank you, Honorable Member. We are not discussing. We're not having a discussion now of the minutes. If there are issues which were raised, which were left out of the minutes, then we can raise that, but not the substance of the minutes, because the minutes are a reflection of the discussions we had here. And if there's anything which was left out, then we should raise the point that, for instance, in responding to that, so-and-so said the following, and that should have been minutes. So the minutes will be corrected as such, but what I refuse is to allow for a situation where we want to amend a record to, to a record of what of the issues which we discussed here. So at the point where there is the matter is under now, matters arising under discussion, then honorable members are free to raise their concerns about what is here. But 
Please take note, Mr. Castle, that there are issues which members say are not reflected in the minutes, because otherwise it's going to make things difficult when it comes to the adoption of the minutes. Honorable members, we proceed, and I, I want to suggest that we then adopt the minutes with the amendments uh, if there are any and corrections as, as proposed. Honorable members, are you there? Speaker? I. Honorable Brett? Sorry, I, if I don't, I didn't understand you. We, um, you're, you're proposing that we adopt the minutes, but they are not accurate. So can we ask the, the Secretariat to check the recordings and to correct the minutes to reflect those discussions around the, where the, they disputed the, the comment made by the Chief of the Opposition? And then we can adopt the minutes. Thank you very much, Honorable Heron. So, honorable members, we're not adopting these minutes until corrected by the honor by uh, Mr. Um, Castle. But we then proceed now to deal with matters arising. And uh, Mr. Sorry, Castle, sorry, Madam Speaker. Castle, Mr. Castle, at the next meeting of the programming committee, you will bring minutes which reflect the entire discussion of the programming committee. And now, honorable members, proceed to deal with matters arising. And if there are any issues, matters people would like to raise and the matters arising relating to the substantive issues in the report, people should do so, please. Honorable Sinodi. Please pardon me. Uh, I thought that perhaps uh, out of uh, what Honorable Brad said, he was actually in effect uh, repeating in different ways what what uh, Honorable uh, Buroto said that with amendments we must adopt the with the proposed amendments unless they are contested that we adopt the minutes. We don't have to postpone it. I said somebody moved for the adoption of the minutes and there was silence. I do. Yes. With, yes, a, with, with amendments. With amendments. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, as proposed here. Thank you. Any second minutes? I will second, uh, Honorable Speaker. Thank you, Mamoroto. Comrade Honorable Hope. I was covered by the by the, by the deputy speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Papo. Honorable Machodina, Chief Whip. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Honorable Speaker, you, you were on matters arising. I just wanted to point out that the two matters arising, alternate venue as well as um, as motions that those two matters are supposed to be discussed in our next meeting, which was uh, uh, which is the twenty-fourth or so. So they are matters arising, but not to to be at, uh, uh, to be to be deba debated by today. Thank you. I so move. Thank you very much, Honorable Matutina. Honorable members, under those matters, I have received a letter 
from the Democratic Alliance making a submission on voting with regards to the executive. Effectively, the VA is asking for a secret ballot, but not in so many ways. Even though this letter refers to in-person conscious ballot. Honorable members, I had made a, after a, 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 an input by Honorable Singh that representatives of parties who sit in the programming committee be allowed to go back to their caucuses for a discussion on the matter and make submissions. But the submission I have received from Honorable uh, Chief Whip of the majority party actually, in a sense, is still uh, challenging the decision of the speaker. That's not the majority of... party, not majority party, please. It's not our, so, our, our submission, I'm please. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. No, 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 so we complain. what the majority party. You don't. You will not have a majority party for that I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry, comrades, honourable <laughs> members, on on honourable uh, honourable um, chief. I think I went to bed very late dealing with with some of these matters. But thank you very much for that correction. But I also want to say that, uh, honorable members, as we had promised to you, that uh, after honorable Dr. Mulder uh, requested that we submit, uh, we finish the political parties with the legal advice which I had received, I then directed honorable uh, Mr. Kasso to then distribute that to all parties. And I know that all parties have received the advice which I received as speaker, which uh, was in the main dealing with the matter of the motion of the ATM, which was the only one on the table at the time. So that this matter arising is, is not being discussed, but it is for me to say to you, I'm noting that uh, that has been done, but also I've received a, a, a a letter from the TA, which uh, effectively uh, reinforces or is an insistence on what they had raised here at the meeting, put differently. And we will then respond to the letter of the TA. Thank you. And then another matter arising, honorable members, is the matter of the, uh, a matter related to the Zondo Commission. Honorable members will remember that when we were discussing these issues, I kept on making reference to before the 30th of June, that the president will submit before the 30th of June, which is uh, what uh, the president had promised to do, which was that by end June, a report shall have been presented to Parliament. Now, following a court case, which, um, which uh, was uh, pushing that uh, the President Zondo Commission finalizes its, uh, its work, 
then a court has ruled that uh, the period for the completion of the work of the commission has been extended by the order of a court to the 30th of April, 2020. So the Zondo Commission will complete its work by the 30th of April. And then further, it is stated that following that, the president will have four months, four months within which he then develops an, in, a plan for implementation of the Zondo Commission recommendations. So we have received a letter from the president that the president will indeed submit the report to parliament four months after receipt of the complete report from the commission. As I say, that report now, will, that work will be completed up by the 30th of April. And if you count four months, you will see that then the president will only be required that the report is submitted to us in parliament by end of August. That's just a decision of court honorable members and the letter received by the, from us, by us from the president is a letter which states facts, which gives us a report about what transpired and what the court decision is. Honorable members. Honorable Kwahube. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Speaker. Um, but Honorable Speaker, I wanted to be placed on record because we've had this discussion about two weeks ago. Um, we had seen the letter that was sent to you. Um, it was ATC'd earlier. And I do want to, to make the arguments and, uh, and, and really to the NAPC that while the president, yes, has, you know, has is now um, tabling the matter or the report before um, or the end of August. I do believe, Speaker, that it is absolutely, absolutely critical that Parliament does not simply wait for the Zondo Commission report to be tabled by the President before we can start setting up our systems of how we are going to deal with the report. The report makes some damning findings against Parliament in it, it, and while it hasn't been formally tabled, there's nothing stopping us from setting up uh, ad hoc committees that will essentially deal substantively with the report when we are dealing with it. And so I disagree that we now must wait until the end of August before this matter is dealt with by Parliament, because, of course, this, the, the executive function that the president is doing is very separate to the process that Parliament should be following. Thank you. Except that that matter does not belong here. It belongs to a different forum and not to the programming committee of parliament. Ours was to inform honorable members that we will be receiving this letter and that the president has committed that by end of August we shall have received a full uh, program of action which talks to implementation of the recommendations of the Zondo report. I will request that in the appropriate forum, which will be your chief forum, and perhaps even the rules committee, if there is a need that we discuss that this which you are proposing and not here at the program committee, honorable members. 
Honorable Machodina. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Honorable Speaker, I just want us to be on record as the ANC in noting the the content of the outcome of 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 the judgment as well as the letter written to you by the president on the time frame uh, of submitting the report which will be accompanied by recommendation then um, in uh, in response to honorable Guarkube, we'll deal with that matter at a, at a, at a right forum uh, because we cannot we must also get ready that when that report is presented to us, what do we do with it as, the, as, as Parliament? Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Machodina. Honorable Swart, followed by Honorable... Uh, morning. Yes, yes. Thank you. Good morning, Speaker. Good morning, colleagues. I've largely been covered. I was going to express the same sentiments as the Deputy Chief of the DA. Honorable Kwabe, but I am covered largely by your response that a different forum should deal with this issue. Um, and I think that would be the Chief Whip's Forum or the Rules Committee, because obviously, as we are going into parliamentary sittings and committee issues, we would want to raise a number of these issues there, as well as Parliament. It was raised during our debates the other day on the parliamentary reports, some of the issues emanating from this honor commission relating to parliament. And so I appreciate that we will deal with this in a different forum and not necessarily wait until the end of August. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Swart. Honorable Voter myself. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Good morning. Apologies, I was a little slow on the previous matter, Speaker, and I didn't want to interrupt you when you moved on to the next matter arising. But if you allow me, I don't want to reflect on the uh, on open vote versus um, secret uh, ballot. But what I do want to raise, uh, Speaker, we had a discussion last year in the NAPC on the minutes of proceedings when there is a vote. And we resolved that the names of members should be reflected in the minutes of proceedings when there is a division, when there is a vote. I had a look at the minutes of the 15th of March, where there was a division on a matter, Speaker. And once again, there's only a reflection on the parties and the number. And I do want to once again reiterate that, especially with the motions of no confidence, I don't think it will be correct legally to have minutes that only reflect a number. There should be names of the members present on the virtual platform in the House that actually are under the yes and under the no. We can't just have parties. There should be names reflected. So I just want, once again, want to raise that matter. We did resolve as such, um, but I see it's not happening currently. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you very much. Honorable members, we are not discussing this matter now of secret ballot, ballot or not secret ballot. I was just stating that we are at a point where I am stating that informing the programming committee that I have received a letter from the president. In fact, I should say that I received another letter as well last night, uh, signed by the president, 
bringing to our attention part three of the report of the commission. And the letter will be published for the attention of all members of parliament. Thank you. Thank you very much, honorable members. Uh, honorable Nchangwini. Yes, thank, thank you very much, uh, uh, Speaker. I think um, um, I'm covered um, by all of the speakers that state that, and you, that I state that the report must be going to the appropriate forum where it will be discussed on how to deal with the Commission's uh, uh, report and how Parliament will, will be dealing with, uh, with it. And I want to also um, 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 agree uh, with the Honourable uh, Siviwe um, from the DA, not you, Speaker, <laughs> um, that uh, August seems a bit too far. And we all know once the President will come and table it in Parliament in August, um, um, then we will most likely go to recess in September and it's most likely to only come to us um, um, maybe perhaps even next year as, as, as the program of Parliament look and Parliament sometimes prolong issues to put them on, the, on, on, the, on um, these uh, forums to discuss and to set up the other committees that will be dealing with this commission report. I do think that in that forum must be taken what we have discussed in this platform to say this report, uh, Commission's report must be fast-tracked and uh, uh, um, the appropriate structures of Parliament must be set in place that we can deal with this uh, report appropriately and the culprits that uh, are deemed um, to be named in the report must uh, face up with the consequences and parliament must be seen playing the lead, uh, lead role and a prepared role in, in, in ensuring that um, we comply with all of the, the uh, recommendations of the commission um, and um, where it's uh, legally sound to comply. Thank you very much, uh, Speaker. Thank you very much. Honorable Papo. Uh, speaker was covered by the comment you made and what the uh, member Majordina said, Chief Whip. But also, Parliament can decide on a program. If we think an issue is urgent at that time, uh, we, if we start preparing and at that time, then the, the report is formally referred and we deal, we can then set up whatever mechanism we have agreed on. And those people should not go to, will not go on recess. We can take a decision like that. But you must also indica indicate that there are other matters where Parliament, uh, NA, wanted to act, and they were delayed by court action. For example, the issue of the public protector. We wanted to act on it, and then there were court actions we had to wait. Uh, the issue of the justice uh, of the Western Cape wanted to act. There was court actions because we are a constitutional body and so on. We had to wait, but we can. The NAPC can take a decision that 
By that time, when we get the, the, the report, would have come with mechanism. We can then say whatever mechanism people who are given that those responsibilities should actually deal with the matter. Uh, that decision can be taken. So it is urgent, uh, but we can take a decision that no one goes to, uh, on a recess and those people who have been given the duty work through the recess uh, on, the, on, on those matters. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Papo. Honorable Kalipi. I think you keep messing my hands, Speaker. Deliberately so. <laughs> Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Uh, I just want to get a clarity because this matter is also arising, on matters arising, Speaker. I know you have said something about uh, uh, um, political parties who have made submissions on the secret ballot matter. I just want to get a clarity from you. If there is no political party, especially the ATM, has not taken this matter to court, if you are aware, a speaker, so is the date that is proposed by your, your office still stands or are you going to wait for the court order? And also the speaker must also clarify it with us here in terms of because there is a court decision in regards to this matter on the secret ballot. So I think it's very imperative and it's very important to get an explanation from your office or from your speaker on this matter. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Kalipi. Uh, okay, I will allow uh, Mr. Castle. You know the reason why I am not recognizing your hand, Honorable is that what we are discussing here now is a matter raised by you. And you now want to make another input, you want to respond to what people are saying. It can't be that on every matter you speak, it's even worse when we are discussing a matter raised by yourself. Will you please allow for people to speak? And then if there's a need for you to comment or respond to that, then we do so. Thank you very much. Speaker, how, can you, how can you assume what I would like to say? I mean, I, I find this... I am saying the matter we are No, order, order, speaker, order. Order, I am saying here, the matter we are currently discussing, go, all of these members, are commenting on a matter raised by you. You can't have your hand up. You can't have your hand up when we are discussing a matter which you have raised, not unless at the end of the discussion you feel you want to comment on the matter. I'm not assuming what you have, I don't know what you're going to say, but what I do know is that what I'm dealing with now is a matter raised by yourself which is out of the minutes related to the Zondo Commission and how we, we should approach it. So I can't allow you to speak again. I don't want to encourage a dialogue in a meeting. Not only that, by the way, now allow me to respond to the matter, allow my counsel to respond to the matter raised by Honorable Mkalipi. One of the things I said earlier on in relation to this matter, it does not belong to the programming committee. This matter must go to the appropriate forum, and once they have discussed it, we will then receive from the candidate for dealing with the matter. This does not belong here. It belongs to the chief whips forum to which you belong. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Honored Mr. Castle, would you please let the notice we've received from the AGM to take the matter to court? Madam Speaker, yes, indeed. I wanted to confirm that the ATM is taking the matter to court, and the date that we have at the moment is the 28th of, of March for the court case. And, and as members know, the motions, the two motions, are scheduled for the 30th um, of March. So that is where the sequence stands at the moment. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much. Honorable members, on that note, just to say that, yes, indeed, as confirmed by Mr. Faso, we have received that letter. And of course, they are only, it's not in court yet, they've given a notice to take the matter to court and, and probably for the 28th of, uh, of March. As far as we are concerned, it's all systems go. We will have the two motions on the table on the 30th of March. And if there are any changes as a result of a, a court ruling on the 28th of March, then we will, we, will, we will see how to respond to that. Thank you very much. Now, Honorable Guafube. Speaker, I want to respectfully disagree with you uh, on the issue that you raised that this discussion around what Parliament should do with the Zondo Commission does not belong in the NAPC. I want to disagree because the Chief Whips Forum Speaker is a consultative forum with no decision-making powers. It is a closed meeting of Parliament to work with the Chief Whips and to find a way of moving forward with the work of Parliament. The NAPC is one of the bodies that deals with the substantive work of Parliament. The Rules Committee as well. And so I disagree with you to say that the matter does not belong in this forum. And this notion that this meeting somehow is meant to be 30 minutes and it needs to be short and needs to be reading the program is false, Speaker. And I disagree with that. And then I would really beg this committee to really start taking itself seriously and not simply just be here to just report on matters, but to discuss some of these issues. And so that's what I wanted to place on the record, uh, Speaker, that which was raised. Thank you, Honorable Guafube. If that matter is noted. Honorable Papo, followed by Honorable no. Buroto. I think it's incorrect for what member Wahube said. Chief Forum helps political parties to manage issues so that by the time they come to the NAPC, they are not decisions, but they are actually it will help the process. So it will say that because it's a consultative body, I think she's introducing something which is problematic. To say that, because how do how, how do we manage, we manage many things uh, as a political parties manage many things through discussing them first, as member member Tangwini said, it's not to decide there, but you can't just bring an issue in the NAPC which other whips don't know, other chief whips don't know. How do you, and then you're going to get opposition? I think she's wrong to to just uh, 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 say the uh, chief whips forum because it's a consultative body. Things must just be sprung on people here in the NAPC and expect that, and then say we don't take uh, our uh, matter seriously. No, uh, it will go there. The NAPC may even recommend that it goes to rules. And, 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 but this issue was sprung on us here. 
That's why we don't agree with what she's saying. Thank you, Honorable Pope Papa, for responding to that. As you have noted, my at the end, my remark was, I am noting what Honorable Pafobe is saying. We are here noting what she's saying because Honorable Pafobe is a deputy chief whip in my understanding of the Democratic Alliance. And I would have expected that anyone and anyone who joins what, whichever of the forum which you have here in parliament, be it chief whips, be it a programming committee, or even rules committee for that matter, that the party will take the person through so that the party, the person understands what belongs to which forum. This is a programming committee. And of course, issues which are brought to the programming committee by the programming group are issues which have been properly discussed, properly canvassed at the chief Whips forum. Hence, the noting on my part, because I, I don't understand what you are trying to introduce, because you belong to that forum of chief Whips as well. And I thought you would understand what the programming committee is about. Honorable Buboto. No, thank you, Speaker. I think uh, you yourself in your summary and uh, uh, Honorable Papa have covered me because Ms. Kwahube knows very well that we don't just start issues here. We have a, a, a chief whips forum where we have to discuss these issues and then agree. We talk, you, you ruled very well, uh, uh, Speaker, when you said this matter should go to the chief whips and it might even go to the, the, the rules committee after the chief whips have spoken about it. So why do, do we have to restart it? on this platform. This is a programming meeting and we don't have to raise issues that have not been discussed and uh, agreed to and a consensus has been made. We know we are not a, a decision-making body in the chief whips, but that is how it works. Maybe we need to learn how these issues work. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Buroto. And uh, I think that brings us to the end of this particular discussion, honorable members. We have, we still have an agenda before us. Uh, I will now invite Honorable Shan Kanibi. I see your hand. No, it's fine, Speaker. Got the speaker being is challenging, but as a speaker, uh, in some of the issues that are raised here in your programming, as a speaker who shared this meeting, please give a guidance. It does not mean that if we bring matters here, we must be suppressed. A guidance is acceptable to say that, no, we are bringing this matter for the first time here. It would be appropriate to go as all chief whips as because you have other forum that you can synthesize the matters, but it must not be seen as if we are suppressed if we are bringing matters here. Even in the chiefs forum, I know members knows that we speak about everything in the chiefs forum, and then we get, we reach consensus if we do. If we don't, we bring matters here. But it must not be as if we can't allow to be bringing matters here. So I'll um, ask your indulgence in terms of the guidance, Speaker. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honourable Kalipi. I thought I guided the meeting by saying this matter belongs to the Chief Whips Forum. Let the Chief Whips Forum discuss the matter. And of course, or even the Rules Committee. Let's all look at the appropriate forum 
we should discuss this matter. And once that has happened, then the matter should be brought here for a final endorsement of the recommendations of the date and whatever the program which will be proposed by that team. We're not being suppressed. I'm sorry if I come across as uh, suppressing discussion, but the guidance I am providing is that the matter should go to the appropriate forum. And for now, that appropriate forum is the forum of the chief rules. Thank you, honorable members. We now proceed to deal with the report of the committee section. Advocate Dao. Good morning, Madam Speaker, honorable members and colleagues. Uh, our report start at uh, slide number four. On this slide, we indicate that the National Health Insurance Bill uh, adoption on the 1st of April has been revised by the PC on health until a further date. The next slide is slide number five. On this slide, the economic regulation of transport bill that is before PC on transport, the committee has also revised the clause by clause consideration from the 15th of March to the second term. The next slide, slide number six. On, the, on this slide, we just want to report that the PC on mineral resources and energy has completed the public hearings in the various provinces and uh, the PC on justice on land court bill has uh, extended or revised the submission date from the 15th to the 22nd of March. The next slide. Yeah, on this slide, the PC on COCTA had initially planned to finalize the local government municipal systems amendment bill, but yesterday the committee could only uh, deal with the clause by clause. The finalization will be done on a later date. The next update is on slide number 11. Slide number 11. On the slide, the PC on communication has finalized statutory appointments for the following uh, SABC board, MDDA board, and also the ICASA councillors. This concludes our report, Madam Speaker. Yalibu. Uh, Honorable, uh, thank you very much. Let's go to the bills and then we'll discuss both together. The uh, committee report and the bills. Let's get the bills report. Uh, the speaker has had to, uh, as she said earlier when she apologized, go. That's the reason I'm stepping in her shoes. Go ahead. Good morning, Honorable Deputy Speaker and Honorable Members. Good Since morning, we reported, thank you. Since we reported <laughs> last week, the Bills Office has not received any new legislation or reports on legislation. Therefore, uh, Honorable Deputy Speaker, I would like to present the report as it currently appears on the screen. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, um, honorable members. Uh, any comment on the 
Can you please be given a yes. police report here? Sorry? May we please be presented with the bill's report? She has. No, but you know what? There was no presentation because, like, just said that it's as is. What is the purpose of a meeting uh, if you're going to say that we must just read the documents? Because you have said uh, that the, the documents already. Can she speak to the report? Uh, Honorable Shivambo, there is nothing else to say. The, the, the material is there before us. No, but it's the same. We've got material on any other issue that is before the, the committee today. But people have to still report on what is in those reports. You must speak to it. On which uh, things are there. Even if it's a reputation from the last meeting, that is what happens in meetings. Okay. We will do that next time, Honorable Member. For now, she has presented. I take it she has presented. Let's, uh, if there are any questions, any comments on any part of the Committee and or bills, I'll take that. Deputy Speaker. Yes, ma'am. If you are going to allow the meeting to proceed the way you want, it's going to be a problem. Because she just said this is the list and, and she does not speak to each and every item. So you are inviting us to engage with her report. How are we going to engage with the report that was not presented, Deputy Speaker? Uh, uh, please, let's not go into that. I request that we proceed. Honorable Brad and Honorable mm -hmm. Natasha. Uh, thank you, Deputy Speaker. Just to reply to the comments that have just happened, two or three meetings ago, we agreed that the only thing that will be presented are any changes to the previous week's presentation. So I think that what happened now is consistent with that decision that was made two or three weeks ago. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable uh, Natasha. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, um, Deputy Chair. Uh, the decision was not made that we must get a report like this, that where um, no presentation must uh, uh, not be made. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Bright is uh, misleading us here. But this report, as it stands now, there's no report from the bill's office. Because how are we going to engage something that we don't see, Deputy Speaker? They are used to bringing a report and put each and every bill to it and with a, a, a slideshow. Um, they must not uh, uh, come here with all of this laziness and then want to, to, to drag us into it. We want an, a report from the bill's office and that's why we are having uh, we are sitting in this meeting and we're having this platform. Now, if we're gonna be be done like this, and we are called here for a meeting just to come and show us uh, three lines, four lines, we might as well not uh, um, have had this meeting, or they must tell us that they don't have a report, and then we deal with it like that. But don't please, they mustn't drag us into the laziness. We want a presentation that show us where are we with each and every bill process, and is, as it normally happened. Thank you very okay. much, Deputy Speaker. Yes, Honorable, uh, honorable Members, the, the, the bills uh, and the committee report often go through slides and say there's no change, it is still as before, and she said so. And that's in her opinion, 
the what uh, the report is. So let me give to Honorable Hope and Honorable Ngabayomzi. I thought uh, the advocate was following a decision we took that they will circulate the reports, which we did, we, we, we read, and then only in the meeting reflect any changes to the report. That's yes, what yes. we have decided. Uh, yes. So I, I, to call people lazy, and so I, I don't know, because that was our decision, and she's is following what we had said. We have yes. read the report, which was circulated with the document, and yeah. immediately they present, we are at liberty to say, but on that uh, page in the report, uh, there is this issue which you missed. Because as we are sitting in the meeting, we are sitting with the documents of the, from the, from the, from the, for NAPC, and I have the committee report and the bills. And I was going to comment if there, there's a matter, but I think Mr. Taus was just doing what we had said. Together with the programming, because we used to receive a report of programming week by week, and we said, no, the programming week must only uh, reflect changes. And I assume that only the changes were reflected. Everything still stands as 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 as, as reported uh, last okay. week. It's reflected regulation. All right. I just to explain why what Mr. Tau did is our decision. And Dr. Mbat as well. The the bills committee. Nabayomzi, Longelson Pegile. I almost said Chief Whip. Sorry, Deputy Speaker. I yes. think the point, I accept that at some point we did take that decision. We made the decision. Yes. But I think uh, our blind spot at the time was the fact that uh, this is a public meeting, which is followed by members of the public. It's televised, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so it would be, I think, would have to follow the principle you made in the House to say, even though that one would not have to dwell much on areas of the report where there are no changes, but it is still important uh, yes. to talk briefly on them without dwelling too much. But I think it's important that we don't leave the public behind in such yes. an important meeting, but without wasting time as well. There must be a fair balance achieved between the two. Okay. Honorable Ngabomzi, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I have said that uh, we will do so in the future, but uh, it is correct that uh, what honorable members are pointing out took these decisions that please only focus on the changes that are new. And uh, and I also want to agree that it's not appropriate to refer to staff as lazy. It's inappropriate. We don't usually expect them to speak to us at that level, so we shouldn't do so to them. It's fair that we uh, be, remain respectful to them and so on, yeah. And... Um, if there is any new thing that we'll do, we, we will proceed to do that, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mr. Bell, I see your hand up. What's up? What's that about? Uh, thank you, Deputy Speaker. Now, I just wanted to say that um, the papers from the Bill's office for the purpose of programming meetings are done uh, by... Dr. Mbata and myself. Yes. And we have, we have found in the past that the better we prepare, the less uh, there is to say. Yes. But we are always available to, to comment on any question that is asked. I think what may have happened here is that the document that she was speaking to was maybe not displayed 
uh, that no, could have been no. a problem. But but if it if it is required, then I'm more than happy to take members full the, through the full report, um, which was done by Dr. Barta in conjunction with me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, the 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 report was displayed, maybe not all of it, but essentially on the assumption that we have the report and that uh, we did uh, give them give you guys instructions uh, not to do so. Uh, yeah, we and I said we will do so in the next meeting if this is what is expected. We must always reflect on the decisions we take. That's okay, but please let's proceed. Uh, any any comments on the uh, on the committee? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, Deputy Go ahead, Speaker. Honorable Kalipi. Yeah, Deputy Speaker, we must not distort our decisions here. We said before we must present the committee report and the bills in a summarized version, but it does not mean that we must just uh, a, a short-circuited report. We need to know what is happening per item. But let us pass uh, the speaker, uh, deputy Thank speaker, you. on the item because, uh, because of time. I want Thank to you. engage on the report on committee section, deputy speaker. Mm. There is yes. a National Lottery Commission board, chairperson's appointment. Can we, can we be taken through on that process? Because we feel that it has been taking a long time to be resolved. Where are we with the process? What is the time frame of uh, being of, of the chairperson uh, of the board is going to be appointed? I think it must be covered on the committee report by Advocate Tau. Okay, all right. Uh, Honorable Kwangwa. The deputy chief will put a legacy hand. <laughs> I, I hope you're not going to say you're saying to me, deputy chief, as a chief whip, um, a <laughs> legacy issue. Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, please go ahead and respond to the question of Honorable Mkhalid. Thank you, uh, Deputy Speaker. Through you, if I may get the, the name of the statutory body, I did not hear it when the Honorable Member was speaking. Honorable Mkhalipi? Is the National Lotteries Commission Board Chairperson appointment? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, as far as I can remember, the committees have finalized the report, and I think uh, Mr. Caso can help because last week the matter, if I remember well, it was also discussed. Uh, but let, let me leave it to Mr. Caso because he's in a better position to talk to it. The matter okay. has passed the committee stage. All right. Daddy Caso? Deputy Speaker, they are basically two issues here. The one is, is the report that was submitted to the House last year on this matter, which recommended uh, a candidate or candidates. That report lapsed at the end of last year, uh, together with uh, other business. And before business was revived uh, last week, we got information that there were processes to disband or dissolve that board, this board, and that uh, parliament would be approached um, about the matter. So that is the information that we have. So it was not revived when the other business was revived. 
So what we do need to establish is whether that has, in fact, been submitted to Parliament. I don't have that information as I speak here. And, yeah. and, and when it will be submitted uh, to Parliament. Thank you, David Speaker. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes, there's the response. Honorable Bwakube, Honorable Papo, Honorable Suvambo. In Thank uh, thanks, thanks, Deputy Speaker. Look, I think um, I, I heard the the explanation that Mr. Tlaso had, and uh, and he did uh, indicate this last week. But my view is that uh, until the matter, until this matter has been formally communicated, or these processes to disband the board have been formally communicated to Parliament the matter must be revived again. It must be brought above the line and then the committee must then decide um, how then to handle it. Because of course, we can't just go on um, and not revive it on the basis of uh, that there are processes at play, unless they are, those processes have been formally communicated by the minister. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Honorable Papu. wanted to get clarity for Mr. Castle. Once it's revived, but there are these developments, the committee can actually synchronize the process and say, as a committee formally, we have revived this, but let's now ask the minister to, to start the process. Because I think in the minutes of last week, it's reflected that the minister in responding to a question in the House during as a question session said that because of the SIU report and what, what uh, developments which happened, and uh, which there are other members of the board uh, were implicated and have resigned, it may be important to look at the reconstitution of the board. But can the committee, Mr. Castle, once it's revived, take that decision formally as a committee and then uh, request the minister to then uh, uh, go on uh, with that process so that uh, it's then a formalized process uh, with the revival of the report? And basically, the committee, once it's revived, then nullified the process and start the new process. Can that happen? That's the part I wanted. If that can happen, then maybe what Mr. Um, uh, uh, member uh, uh, member is saying then can actually happen. Uh, it then um, okay, can be done. I think maybe she's asking formalization of the process through the revival of that committee. Because if uh, it's revived and there's nothing which is going to happen, then the committee can then uh, formally take a decision that we've revived the report, but this is the new process we're starting. No, thank you. We have raised to raise this issue about the reviving of the portfolio committee on, on trade and industries report on the appointment of the NLC board chairperson. And Mr. Trasso made the commitment that it's going to be taken above the line. That was like possibly beginning of this year, one of the first or second NAPC of this particular year. And now he comes and wants to cite a hearsay as a basis of not having done so. It's, 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 it's less than honest and it's problematic because the, 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 the NLC board is not appointed as a group at once. The, it's appointed as individuals, including chairpersons. So chairpersons' terms finish at different times, and then so so the whether there's going to be dissolution or firing of individual board members, it has it is inconsequential. Doesn't have an impact in, in what Parliament has already gone through in terms of what happens. So the, the report of the committee is there. It has to serve in the National Assembly. 
and then go through the process. The minister still has a, the choice of choosing of the, the members or the people who are recommended by the committee to choose amongst those as to who does he assign as the chairperson of the board so that there is some degree of stability in the institution. And then the, the, the hearsay issue can be entertained. And I don't think that there's even a, a, a legal basis to could dissolve a board if, if anyone else reads the act that deals with, the, with that particular institution. So the report must be tabled before the National Assembly as committed before. The, if you go and check in one of the meetings of the NAPC, you, the, the, the minutes, you realize that that is what was committed. So it must be tabled, and then a decision is taken in terms of... Uh, what happens thereafter? The the issue of dissolution is hearsay. It's not uh, before parliament and cannot be then a basis of the decisions that we take uh, in this particular committee. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Another, uh, let's hear that day, Trasso. Please lower your hands if you have spoken, both of you, Dati Papo and uh, Chubambo. Mr. Speaker, the revival of business is a decision of the House. Um, now, and it's discussed in the Chief Whips Forum and discussed here. Uh, all we do is to implement the, the decisions that are taken, either by this structure, in fact, by this structure, that certain business must be revived. So, mm. if there's a decision for that matter to be revived, it was not revived last week, other items were revived. Uh, if there's a decision for that matter to be revived, it will be placed on the order paper. And it's revived. Now, when it's revived, there are two or three things that could happen. One can be revived and referred back to the committee or revived, and the House takes a decision on it, whether to, to agree to it or to disagree to it. Uh, thanks, Deputy Speaker. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's, let's get to uh, uh, our members suggesting that we uh say that this matter must be revived so that it's clear to uh, the the administration of what needs to happen mr shivambo's hand is up sir yes 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 uh, honorable shivambo and honorable papu as far as we're concerned uh, the Buddhist speaker, there is no one, either from the committee or members of the public or any of the people who have been observing that particular process, who has faulted that there was anything wrong. So the only logical thing to do now is to revive it and, and take it through towards its logical conclusion. Unless if there are fundamental issues that we're not aware of. But okay. as far as we're aware, there is no one else who has raised any fault in terms of the process that's wrong. Okay, Dr. Papo. I think Mr. Tasso said that uh, it can be revived and taken back to the committee uh, or adopted by the House, uh, I mean, taken to the House. Um, so I think we need to make a decision on, on where, because ultimately the chief whip of the majority party will be, have to pass a motion, we have to come with a motion to revive that report. Yes. And, uh, uh, the, the, the issue is, I think, uh, where are we taking that report? Because if there were problems in relation to the board, uh, we revive it for what purpose? So that uh, it can be, uh, what, uh, defeated in the House or 
uh, the committee can then develop a better way forward of managing it. So that's to me yes. that's that, 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 that's it's it's uh, because there was a view expressed around that board itself. And uh, now, if it's revived and then it goes to the house and then people don't agree with the with, with it, that it uh, refers back to the house. I mean, to the committee to say. Uh, go and look, consider these following issues. For me, that's that's the part I'm, 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 I'm because there's a very strong sentiment about that board. But uh, yeah, can, we, can I? Can I? I'm, I'm not speaking of you. I'm just saying if it's yeah, revived. No, no. I I hear you. Uh, what I'm going to suggest on the understanding of this discussion: Can we have a coherent recommendation from the Chief Whips Forum? In the next meeting, whether this thing must we must go ahead and revive it. If they uh, and and so that what we do is then informed by that uh, collective decision making. So if there are any hassles, uh, Swambo raises an important. He, he understand he there isn't he hasn't had any problems with the process so far. So it must be revived, and there isn't any. Uh, 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 agreement whether that is correct, we go ahead and revive it because it has to be done by the chief whip. Is the chief whip on the platform? Yes. Uh, uh, okay. Before you respond, let me understand first because the Vambo raises a question that is important. The 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 when other items were revived, why was it not revived? If, as he claims, it was there before uh, that there was agreement before that it be revived. Why was it not? Uh, Melisoma, I see your hand up. Please enlighten us. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Deputy Speaker, and good morning, Honorable Members and Colleagues. Uh, our understanding from the programming uh, 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 site is that we revive uh, um, uh, reports, but they were not exhaustive. So we're still going to come with other ones, as you'll hear when I, I report on the program, a draft program that is, has to be adopted THA. So we mm. take note of, of the issue that has been written. That's why I was quiet to say uh, my understanding was that as we progress, we are going yeah. to revive the, the, the issues that are below the line, but also balancing with the current year locals uh, and reports or statutory appointments and so forth. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, let's, let's proceed on that understanding that uh, we will get feedback. I'd raise my uh, hand, uh, Deputy Speaker, that the... Oh, the, okay. I, I don't think yes. that there is... I don't think that there is any... Because, so, uh, what uh, Mr. Papo is saying, there is no relationship, none whatsoever, between what the Portfolio Committee on Trade and Industry did in, in terms of to the board and the board itself because the people who are being interviewed they are not members of the board they have never been members of the board it's separate people if anything what might what could have been dealt with from even a governance point of view could have been to expedite that process so that there is stability in the nlc board which has got a chairperson who is legislatively appointed in terms of what happens instead of just saying that those who are there and everything so that those who are there have been there for, for some period and their terms of office ends in different periods of time. 
Uh, Parliament has Parliament. recommended, yeah. like through the yeah. committee, what next, next needs to happen now is the, the, yeah. the National Assembly finalizing the, the whole report so that there can be some degree of stability in terms of uh, what happens. And if anyone okay. like, so you can you could see that the people who are recommended, they, I think it's Benny Pichar, yeah. and some of the people who are there and everything no, else. No, so dealt with the Don't go into the... Don't go into the substance of what the report is about. Uh, this is not what it is about. It's about its revival and its programming. And uh, I think uh, so that we get assurance that once it is put above the line, we are not debating or even discussing the issues that uh, the board is dealing with and so on. It's its revival first. I would like to suggest that we proceed with a report with by programming team so that it is programmed appropriately so that it will be dealt with over the the period that we have left to deal with those issues. Uh, we will receive that report when we get uh, the report in the next programming session, as recommended by Melisom, the programming team. So we, we take on board your recommendation for, for its revival. So let it come through the programming team as to how that happens, if and when it happens. Thank you very much. Uh, let's move to the next item, which is programming. Uh, Honorable Speaker, thank you very much. May you allow me not to uh, put on my video it's okay. because of it's okay. my apology and, um, for that. The Speaker has apologized. She's not in the meeting. It's me now. So it's okay. You can proceed without your video, ma'am. Okay, I'll put a D at, at, at the beginning, Deputy Speaker. Thank you very much. Yeah. Having said that, Honorable uh, uh, Chair, uh, Deputy Speaker, uh, the, 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 the draft program was uh, uh, definitely also presented before the Chief Risk Forum, which is not a decision-making body, but for smooth processing of the issues. I will start by saying that uh, as we move along with our program, we'll do our level best to schedule for the revived items or reports or statutory appointments equally also with the current matters so that we reach at a point where we don't have any matters that are, uh, are pending from the previous years. That's one. Two, Chair, is that... Uh, we, 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 we are not saying we're going to do it now, but we will explore the possibility of uh, be, uh, and also minding the time that the house shouldn't drag long, whether the mini plenaries cannot deal with both the motions and the reports at the same time for the purpose of, of, of debate, but also then be channeled and be scheduled to the house for, for decision and recommendation and adoption. Uh, so that that's it. But also, what we have, we, we 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 are suggesting is that, uh, having noted the Tuesday meeting when we put the items, that we end up finishing slightly like um, after seven or so. But there's nothing wrong with that. Let me just say it now. There's nothing wrong with that. But also, we would not necessarily want to overbend the members. So we will spread the reports for where possible for the both days, Tuesdays and Thursdays, where it's applicable, where we're not going to be getting 
uh, oral response from the deputy president or the, like the, the president, the honorable president. But we'll make sure that as we put schedule the agenda items, uh, we, 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 we time them according to, to, to assist us at least not to be later than half past six, six between 18 hours or so, so that it doesn't drag long. Allow me then, Chair, to talk to the report. Uh, the report that we are, program that we are presenting, we are not going to deal with the framework which has been adopted for the year. And also we're not going to read the international uh, 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 diary. And the reason is that nothing has changed as they get uh, 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 processed and then we will reflect the new ones because they, the ones that have been presented in the previous meetings are almost uh, gone past now. Allow me then to say that we are now in week eight, and, uh, and I'm sure that you, you will agree with me that I, I, I would not necessarily read each and every day, but I will read the Monday, I will skip as I move along, uh, the Tuesday, the mornings, I will skip. I'm just dealing with the framework, how I'm going to report. Uh, I, I will skip it. I will zoom in straight to the 14 hours or 15 hours. Today, then, is Thursday, which is the 17th. We will be at, uh, at 14 hours, probably for completeness of this week. Uh, in the morning, we are in the programming committee at 10 those political parties who deem to have their caucuses, they will hold their caucuses at 14 hours and 17 hours. We will have a hybrid sitting. The honorable president will be taking oral questions for oral questions for oral response. Then on Friday is the normal committee day and week nine, honorable speaker, deputy speaker and colleagues I will go to Tuesday uh, for the completeness. Here, Honorable Chair, uh, we have populated as promised, and we have also accommodated the, 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 the statutory appointments, as I said earlier on in my opening remarks. Then we'll, we'll, uh, I will just highlight the ones that we think are important that will be receiving report from the Portfolio Committee of uh, Communications. They are uh, third and the fourth quarter of performance and expenditure. The third item that will be also the same committee, uh, fourth and, uh, and, and, and uh, fourth quarter performance expenditure a report of uh, GCIS, which is a government communication information system and, and uh, from media and development and diversity agency, MTDA, uh, the report which was uh, adopted by the committee and 80 seat on the uh, uh, 7th of December 2021. Hence, I said that we will then balance the, the, the revived one and the current one. And it will be a debate followed by the debate of human rights day under the theme of entrenching human rights culture in, in the fight against racism, xenophobia, okay. and the related intolerances and so forth. Then uh, we'll move to Wednesday, which is the 23rd Honorable Deputy Speaker. Uh, it will be a hybrid uh, sitting, oral response, uh, economic cluster for oral response by the Minister of the, of the, of the cluster. 
So what we have done, you would have observed even the, 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 the reports that we have shared with, uh, along the cluster. So as we move along, we cluster them according to the clusters as they should in terms of oral response and, 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 and questions. Uh, on Thursday, then um, it will be a plenary hybrid. And of course, the We lost Malisuma, uh, deputy speaker. Yes, I was waiting for her to reconnect, Madam uh, Chief Whip. With your permission, sir, I may assist. Please go ahead, but uh, you mustn't emulate here. You must summarize. Go ahead, Dr. <laughs> Klaso. Please. For Thursday 24th. Thursday 24th, uh, those are the new items that have been added on the members highlighted in red. Um, these reports have been finalized by the, by the committees, by the committee concerned. And um, there was a proposal, and I think Honorable Asoma may confirm, that the three reports, three, four, and five, be taken together in terms of the declarations of vote. Um, and, and of course, the decisions, of course, will be put separately. But yeah. she will confirm on she's platform. Yeah. And um, okay. we may now proceed to the next day. Mm -hmm. please, colleagues, please move the program. The following week. Um, on the 30th, uh, we have the two motions of no confidence. The one in the president. Um, and the, the next one is... Um, in, in the in the cabinet and that matter has been dealt with earlier in the discussions. And then on the thirty first of March, we have questions to the Deputy President and the Deputy Speaker next yep. week we will present the program for the next term, for the second term. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you very much. Any any comments on the presented program? No comment. Uh, agreed. Uh, yes. On what happened yesterday when there was a time for questions to, to, to the ministers and the question was processed and when it's time for the minister to respond, the minister said this question does not belong to her. You were presiding yes. over on that sitting. So now, yes. can we be clarified? Or because we can see that on the 23rd, there is a questions uh, session that is coming for cluster on economics. So what needs to happen now when a member have followed the proper procedure in terms of putting off a question, but only to be shocked in the house? So who to be blamed and how to correct that thing not to happen again? Because even if we submit notices of motion, the, the, the table office also says that, no, don't put it like this and then it must be corrected. You are always being programmed on how to speak in this parliament. But yesterday, how did it escape the table staff and until the minister said, no, it does not belong to her? Yeah, honorable member, uh, I undertook to come back to you and we will communicate to you. Uh, you will also be called when we do that. 
so that we are able to uh, process this question uh, uh, that you are raising now. We finalized it yesterday. It's not a programming issue for now. Even if you say something is coming up, we will attend to it expeditiously so that uh, the, many, the people responsible for redirecting questions when necessary is done. It is also the role of uh, insisting that questions must follow uh, the rules. If they violate the rules, uh, they are not allowed to pass. Uh, it is their job description. It's not to manage members. It's just to insist on uh, speaking in a language that is acceptable in the process. So that's that's the that we will we will do that. Uh, we'll expeditiously come back to you once we have put this place where it ought to be finalized and so on. Honorable Guahube. Thanks, Deputy Speaker. Um, I think it's 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 useful that um, the the programming whip the way that it it's been done of mixing the old reports with the with the new reports that need to be adopted. I just need to, or some of them that need to be revived. Just for my clarity, um, are the reports then now that are reflected in the program for next week the final ones, even despite the the, the conversation that was had here, or is there a possibility of more reports being added just so that we can guide members? in our caucuses, because of course they either have to arrange travel and the like. So I just want to understand from her whether or not any of the reports that are there, will there be others added for revision or, or not? Okay. All right. Let's give Honorable Lisoma a chance to respond. Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Speaker, and my apology for the connectivity. For disappearing. We accept yeah. your apology. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, thank you very much. Uh, uh, to, to respond to Honorable Kwahube is that we are presenting this uh, 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 program with the items having been scheduled for this forum to accept them, but we are not intending to add any any any, any other additional agenda, uh, scheduled uh, reports. Reason being that uh, I, I, when I did my opening remarks, I said that we were, we were very mindful of Tuesday that we drank, the meeting took more than what uh, members can take in terms of concentration and so forth, that we should do our level best that the house rises at 18 hours or half, like 18.30 or so. More, then in the next quarter, then we will then also schedule those items that would not have scheduled them in this first quarter. Because as I said earlier on, the matters that have been revived and are not exclusive, uh, uh, exhaustive. So there are still other matters that we have to follow due processes in terms of reviving those, those uh, reports uh, so that they can be scheduled also accordingly. But we are doing our level best unless we, 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 the, the, this meeting suggests otherwise. But that, that's it, Honorable uh, Chair. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, thank you very much. So, with the, the, in essence, you are saying that uh, you will schedule additional uh, reports, others that uh, have been revived, uh, but taking on board the time uh, you are allocating for sittings of the sessions and so on. So that will come when you present the program for the next term, so to speak.
Uh, okay. Honorable members, is there any other Daddy uh, Kaso you want to add? Speaker, I made reference to combining of the three reports. I'm not sure whether Honorable. Oh yeah. Okay. I also. Oh, all right. Yes. Honorable Lisoma, uh, would you like to comment on that? You confirming that the three identified reports in red in your program uh, declarations will be done on all three but the decisions will be made separately. I confirm, Honorable Deputy Speaker. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Dadima Dala, Urindad. Nadine Tombela, your hand is up. Honorable members, if there isn't any announcement, the meeting has come to the end. Thank you very much. Uh, the meeting is adjourned. Thank you, thank you, uh, Deputy Speaker. Thank you, DS. Thank you. 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 Thank you.